Welcome to episode 12 of Achieving Fitness, where we answer all of your burning questions on all things health, fitness, and business. We're your hosts, Lauren and Jason Pack, and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space. Today, we'll be covering anterior knee pain, the best supplements for performance, and cracking or clicking sounds when lifting. We hope you're excited. Let's get into the show. What's up, everyone? Hope everyone had a happy new year. Yeah. Crazy celebrations, I'm assuming. We had the most low-key new year ever, which was fantastic. We, <laughs> but we, we just... made it up till, till midnight. 1.30. Yeah. I checked my phone. It was 1.30 before I went to bed. I was like, <laughs> whoa, look at me. 31 and just crushing it on New Year's. So Crush, crushing great. board games. Clue. <laughs> if you was... haven't played Clue since you were a kid, you should try playing it again. It's actually <laughs> really fun. It was so surprising. Clue and Exploding Kittens. Great, exploding great, Kittens. Great New Year's Eve. Yes, it was. Um, and... We're prepping for a bomb cyclone tomorrow. Yeah, Boston's about to get crushed by snow. So that's what they say, at least. They're literally calling it a bomb cyclone. I don't don't know why. What does that even mean? (laughs) (laughs) But we got an alert from the city of Somerville where we're located, and they're like, make sure to check up on your neighbors, make sure they're stocked up with food and groceries, because it's going to be a... A significant storm. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe we'll record like five podcasts because we'll be stuck inside. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into the first question of the day, which is going to be from um, somebody on Instagram with the handle the second Paul's. Why don't I ever read these before I actually try to the second Paul's alive? Salaby. Salaby. <laughs> it's like a Pokemon okay. name. It's either the second Paul's alive or the second Paul Salaby. Either way, um, they asked if after working out regularly and moderately stretching, warming up prior. Oh my gosh, let me just start that over. If after working out regularly and moderately stretching slash warming up prior, and I still have slight anterior knee pain, what conditioning slash rehab should I do for that? Only really hurts after lifts, not during. All right, so. Um... What I would say, first of all, I would say listen to our podcast. I think it was episode three where we also address another question that talks about anterior um, knee pain, which is just a fancy way of saying knee pain in the front of the knee. Um, And in that episode, we discussed things like ankle mobility and hip mobility and hip stability, um, as well as choosing exercises that require you to weight shift back. And that places a lot less pressure on your knees than, let's say, a squat or a lunge. We'd recommend things like hip lifts or deadlifts or single leg deadlifts and hamstring curls and exercises of that variety. Um, We also obviously recommend seeing a physical therapist if this is a persisting issue just because um, it... It's just basically it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> because you should. <laughs> to see a medical professional about pain. If you have pain, pain. see so, yeah, a medical professional. <laughs> um, but moving on, um, in terms of uh, an interesting part that um, this person talked about was that he doesn't feel the pain necessarily during the exercise, but afterwards. Um, So after you make your appointment with your PT and listen to podcast number three, what I would recommend is to start off really conservative. So let's say you do a set of deadlifts your first day back and just monitor the next day how you actually feel. And if you feel pretty good, then you know you can add another set or do a little bit more the, the following day. What I'm thinking here is that because it's not hurting necessarily right then, it's afterwards and the tissue is feeling a little bit overloaded. So we just need to make sure that we monitor your volume of lifts. So we want to make sure that you're not doing tons of sets to wear down that knee, but doing just enough where you're stimulating some sort of progress, but not enough where you're actually causing pain um, in the future. Awesome. 
Sounds good. Cool. Hopefully that helps. And yeah, I think episode three we went pretty far into detail. Yeah. If it's episode three. Or we're just lying and we're trying to make you listen <laughs> to episode three. But there's one back there where we talk about it. So yeah. we promise it's there. All right. Uh, the next question we're going to combine two into one. So the first one was from Royu, And they asked, I'm interested in what natural supplements assist performance and recovery. And the second one was from my my 456 And they asked, what's the best protein supplement? What do you use? Um, so let's talk about supplements. Yeah. It seems like that's what the people want to know. So first of all, when it comes to supplements, you want to make sure that your nutrition, like your actual food and what you're actually eating on a daily basis is on point before you start thinking about supplements really at all. Um, you're, you know, you're going to, nutrition alone is going to get you 95% of the way there in terms of what you're looking to accomplish from a physique standpoint. Um, and then supplements, like as the name implies, implies are just meant to supplement an already sound diet. So very, very important to start with just making sure that you're getting adequate amounts of protein in your diet, adequate amount of vegetables in your diet, like that you're not eating a ton of processed foods or trans fats. So kind of make sure that you're not going out and eating McDonald's and then trying to supplement your workout <laughs> with something to try to counteract that because that's not how it works. It works on top of an already good diet. Yeah, and it's it's used as an enhancer to an already good diet as opposed to some sort of magic fix to it. Right. So with that said, we do have a few uh, supplements that we recommend. So we'll, we'll go with our top three. Um, first one would be protein powder. So Protein, protein is really responsible for building and maintaining muscle mass. And you can get protein, you can get adequate amounts of protein from your diet if you have enough in your diet. But oftentimes when you're trying to put on muscle, you're going to need a little bit more. And maybe you don't want to eat another chicken breast like that day or something. You know, like you might not want to actually consume it that way. And so protein powder is going to be an easy, quick way to get that extra protein in. Um, we would recommend usually a whey protein supplement, so a whey protein isolate. Um, when you're trying to pick the best one, just look at the ingredient list and make sure that the first ingredient is whey protein isolate. Um, and make sure that there's not a ton of extra ingredients. There really doesn't need to be much else besides maybe sometimes there's like stevia or some sort of sweetener in it, mm -hmm. um, vanilla flavoring or chocolate flavoring. But outside of that, there doesn't need to be a ton of extra stuff. So if it's a list of ingredients that you don't recognize, I would try to find something that's a little yeah. bit more um, simple. So we use Swig, S-W-I-I-G. Um, that's We purchase it through Performance Food Center who help us stock up all of our um, supplements for our shake bar at Achieve. Um, we've also used Thorn FX. It's T H O R N E F X. Um, you can look them up, and they're they're really good. And they're also a research company, so they do a lot of research on all of the ingredients that they put into their products. So that's a really good option as well. So I would look into those two. Um, other good ones that we've heard of are My Protein and Isopure. Um, I think people like as well. Yeah, so. I think all those have like eight or fewer ingredients in it that you can probably almost all pronounce as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> so protein powder would be number one. And if you're trying to maximize results, like having a protein shake right after a workout is a great time to do it because you've just broken down your muscle. That protein will go right to rebuilding it right away. So it'll speed up your recovery and repair that muscle right away. So that's number one. Number two, um, we'll talk about BCAAs. That stands for branched-chain amino acids. And they help to build muscle, improve exercise performance, and um, they also help to decrease soreness after, after working out. And we, Jason and I, have been using aminos since, like, 
for probably the last like four years yeah. and we just t- take a scoop of BCAs, put it into our water and drink it throughout the workout. So it's like a peri workout, um, nutrition and it, we really find that it helps us get through the workout a little bit better, kind of provides, it doesn't necessarily say that it's supposed to provide energy, but that is how we feel. I think it's because of that recovery component that we're just com- recovering quicker and able to get through the workout a little bit better. Um, we highly recommend it. It also helps with lean body mass. Um, and I definitely feel that after I started taking it, I kind of leaned out a little bit and I think there were other factors, but I think it was definitely involved. So, yeah, I mean, prior to that, my pre-workout nutrition was all those crazy supplements like NO Explode and Jack 3D and all it was were just like tons and tons of caffeine, Caffeine. right? So it was just like a, just a complete shock to the system. And it got to the point where coffee or any amount of caffeine wouldn't get me energized and i was like this is a serious problem so weaned back the caffeine and uh eventually took on bcas which surprisingly had this very similar effect without all the jitters and um, a much more calming sort of energy i guess yeah yeah so look into those bcaas and then the last one we'll talk about is uh creatine so Creatine, you want to look for creatine monohydrate, and basically what it does is it helps to make ATP, which supports energy production in the body, and creatine is, it's funny, it's like, I feel like everybody demonizes it a little bit, like, it's become this, like, oh, if you take creatine, you're definitely, like, a meathead steroid user, (laughs) like, I think if you research creatine, like, if you search for it, the questions that come up are, like, is creatine a steroid? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's really weird, because it it actually is something that's naturally produced in the body, um, and it's very, very well-researched and very safe for you, Um, and basically, all it does is help to maintain and promote lean body mass, so if you're looking to make gains in the gym, if your goal is to put on mass, that's definitely definitely something that we would recommend taking. You just take a a small scoop and you can add it into your protein shake. um, And it just kind of boosts those results a little bit, but very safe and, and also very cheap. Very cheap. Yeah. I think it's like 14 bucks for a pretty sizable tub, no matter the brand really. So um, look into any sort of creatine monohydrate brand and you're pretty good to go. Um, Lauren, would you recommend it uh, for females? Actually, yes. Um, a lot of people would th- would think like, oh, well, I don't want to get huge. Like women might say like, oh, I don't want to get huge. So like I definitely don't want to take creatine. But like I said, it's it increases lean body mass. Um, so it's not something that's going to like, it's not a steroid. So it's not going to increase the size of your muscles necessarily unless you're supplementing well, not supplementing, unless you're eating a lot. <laughs> Basically, if you're eating a lot and taking creatine, yes, you can get bigger. And that's if that's your goal, you're going to have to eat a lot on top of taking that creatine supplement. But if you're keeping your nutrition to like, you know, an amount of calories that keeps you fairly lean, then the creatine is actually just going to help for your muscles to to show a little bit more. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's naturally going to help you be a little bit stronger. It's yeah. going to aid in lean muscle mass. Um which is eventually going to help out your metabolism, right? So right. So you'll eventually actually burn anyway. more calories and lose more fat. So right. definitely not something to be afraid of, even though it is typically, it's understandable because it's typically talked about as like something that helps you build muscle. And when you hear that, you're like, ah, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, I don't feel that way. I, want, I always want to build muscle, but some, some people might feel that way. But um, definitely don't be afraid of it. As far as there, there's like all these parameters, like loading, like having like 25 grams a day when you first start out and cycling and stuff like that. If you just take five grams, just in your normal scoop that comes with the tub, um, five grams a day, no loading, no cycling, you're you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, you don't have to worry too much about the details there. Yeah. So, cool. Um, so, as far as performance and recovery goes, because that was the main question, those would be kind of the three 
main ones that we would recommend. And then there's others that are more specific to more specific types of events, right? Yeah. So, like, so I mean, like, if, if you're an endurance athlete, we definitely recommend taking some sort of electrolyte supplement to aid in hydration. Um, if you have joint pain, uh, fish oil would, would be a good idea. It serves as kind of like a natural joint uh, lubricant. And then also, um, we'd probably recommend... What, what, what were well, doing? multivitamins, I yeah. guess, are just in, in general something that we would recommend just because they're going to fill in the holes, basically, from what you're missing in your diet. They definitely don't... They don't replace eating vegetables and like you definitely like i said before like you definitely have to have all that in your diet anyway but if you only ate like green and orange vegetables that day then it might help fill in those holes of like you didn't get any purples or blues you know like so it i I think a multivitamin is good for everyone to take just as a general supplement yeah um yeah so so hopefully that helps and hopefully that kind of clears up some maybe questions about some of those those supplements because i know that there are lots of conflicting pieces of information out there about that stuff but um, we think that protein powder, BCAs, and creatine are all all great options. So yeah, let's move on to question three. The final question, question number three, is from Liddy. She asked, "My joints are always cracking or making clicking sounds when I randomly move or lift heavy. What should I do about it?" So a, a lot of times, these like cracking and popping and like sort of a rice crispy sound can happen if a joint isn't moving perfectly with like let's say a ball and socket like your hip or your shoulder if it's not gliding perfectly within that socket then there could be some clicking and stuff going on another thing is you might be at a point where cartilage might be uh, wearing down um, whether it's in your knees or your feet or whatever load-bearing joint that you have and you might have some clicking going on there Um, I will say that it's just kind of a natural thing that happens um, as you get older and by older I mean like when you're over like 18 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of like I mean even even when I, I try to move my wrists and stretch them around I get pops there ankles and elbows yeah. I get pops everywhere anytime I bend down my knee pops <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty traumatically actually. Yeah, it's actually pretty loud it's kind of alarming for other people it's normal for me at this point but. yeah but it's gonna be a little bit tough for us to say for this particular individual um, because we don't know where it's popping and what movement they're doing while the exercise is going on um, for example like if this person is squatting and their knees are coming way forward and their heels are lifting up and their knees are popping then, um, we might be a little bit concerned. Um, but for members at our gym, when we know that they're performing an exercise to the best of their ability and they're still popping, then we actually, as long as it doesn't cause pain, we're okay with it. And the only thing we monitor at that point is if the popping or crackling continues to get worse or if it remains at sort of a base level. And if it remains at a base level, then we're okay with it as long as they're moving well. But if it starts to increase or get aggravated, we definitely refer them out to go see a physical therapist just to see if something's not tracking properly or whatever might be going on. Yeah. Yeah. So there's probably a reason behind it, but how severe that reason is, is kind of like, it's going to be a case by case basis. Mm -hmm. So for me, whatever, for whatever reason, my knee pops every time I bend down, but it's never caused me pain. Um, so I, and I, and it doesn't pop when I squat or deadlift or Mm -hmm. anything. So I don't know. So I just, I keep an eye on it. Like if it starts to cause me pain, I will definitely go see someone and try to figure out what it is. But for now it's one of those things where you're like, well, okay, I'm over 30, so that's apparently what happens now. Um, so definitely monitor pain. Make sure that it, it's not there's no pain associated with it. If there is, immediately go out and 
and find a PT. If they're if it's just staying the same, but you're concerned about it, I would I would look into asking a trainer to look at some of your yeah. movements too. So if you have a trainer in your area or like anyone who you know that's uh, that's a coach, just ask them to look at you doing the movements that are causing that clicking. So you know, have somebody watch your squat and say ask them if they see anything that looks a little bit off, or watch your push-ups, whatever it is that's going on, um, and try to get some feedback on that. And that way you can know that okay, my form looks good so it must just be just something that's going on naturally with my body yeah cool yeah all right awesome so that, that wraps up episode 12 sorry to cut you off <laughs> that's exactly what i was gonna say so <laughs> um please ask us any questions that you might have at podcasts at achievefitnessboston.com uh send us a dm on instagram it's at achievefitnessboston um if you could leave us a review on itunes that'd be much appreciated it would really help us out a lot um and that's about it until next time. So until next time, peace, love, and, and muscles. muscles.